Alright, this is Green Prince episode one. We're reviewing Happy Valley. I'm Tristan. He's Alfie. Hiya. And let's just get into it. Mm. So, the finale. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think we should we should just commit to the fact that we're, this is two weeks down the line, so I've, I've read that everyone loves the finale. Yeah, I've not really seen any any negative I've seen, response I've seen some I've seen some Twitter comments about not dressing, addressing certain stories and I just I kind of don't get it I don't really get the whole um, I don't get why the BBC the Guardian the Daily Mail they're all saying that it was a great finale it was show stopping it was exciting it was extravagant I, I just completely don't see that at all yeah go on why is that <sighs> I mean you can't you can, so Catherine and and Tommy Lee Royce, I'm absolutely fine with the end of their their story. Um, I, it was weird. It wasn't like you know, really aggressive. I kind of felt relaxed while I was watching it, which um, I like because I usually can't handle tense scenes. So it was it wasn't too bad. But I think you know the the Joanna Hepworth storyline with the teacher who just ended up. I mean, what do they get them on charges of um, messing around with kids and stuff like that? I mean, that's was just that, it, was it? that was the charge was they went it? with because he had photos on his phone. Oh and, yeah, yeah, you're right. And obviously, she was very young, so it kind of makes sense that he was, you know, he he probably groomed her as a student and then, yeah. you know, kind of trapped her and stuff like that. But like, you know, the the whole murder and the, you know, Catherine just told her boss in the office that oh, this guy in the pharmacy might have sold her drugs. The first two seasons, they tied up the side storylines, and yeah, you're right. I kind of felt the same. I, I do know what you're getting at. Um, in the first two seasons, those storylines that run parallel to the main, you know, conflict between um, Catherine and Tommy Lee Royce, they were both really well fleshed out. They were really well explored. They were, you know, added a huge amount of attention to those to those seasons, um, and they were tied really succinctly to that main storyline by the end or even you know halfway through a lot of the time they they interweaved so well they were connected this last one i actually probably enjoyed that storyline between um you know the the rob hetworth and the um the pharmacist what was his name pfizer 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 the pharmacist obviously murdering um joanna hepworth and it looking like it looking like the um rob hepworth was in a pretty you know damning position he was yeah. definitely going to get done for that murder and then I would have been happy if they on the third season they got it wrong because after the, for series one and series two they ended up you know in the side story it looked like the person was going to get away with you, it you mean you'd have been happy if <coughs> I, would, I, would have been, I would have been really happy if he fully got away with it and the charge of Rob Hepworth and it was like Catherine's retiring she she didn't try and address she didn't go and address that case if she didn't address the case and Catherine retired and they got the wrong person I would have been like happy with that I don't know I because we would have all sat and gone oh my god they've got the wrong guy Catherine's leaving that police force is fucked and, <laughs> I mean I just I don't like that she's that there was still this ah oh, they've got the right guy I mean we don't know if they'll ever manage to yeah, charge him that doesn't I, sound but, like it's too far but, away from but, the ending that we but, got no no but the end of them that we got no the end of them we got was she, she put them onto the scent of Faisal yeah I would have absolutely loved it if they're not going to address the storyline they get it completely wrong they charge Rob Hetworth yeah and it's like oh my god Catherine's left and yeah. 
that police force can't really cope without her. They get they're getting things wrong already, and she's not even out the door yet. For me, that would have been like, I, I would have been more satisfied with that ending. I I was kind of like, yeah, get get it wrong, get I mean, it wrong it is on the way Catherine... out. Leave that you know, leave that cliffhanger. Leave out Faisal, who's maybe getting away with stuff that he really shouldn't get away. But I kind of felt bad for him because of his two daughters and everything like that. Well, it's the same theme explored in the previous two seasons with those side narratives. It's always about a character that's you know doing something that's objectively against the, the law objectively wrong but for morally perhaps correct reasons well I mean what when Alison killed her son for killing all his women I don't know what his morally correct I mean I wasn't I wasn't thinking of that as an example um, <laughs> um, I mean Alison so shotgunning the, the, her son was maybe a morally uh, the police constable who it, well he ends up murdering um, after an affair yeah yeah, the the blackmailing lady who whose name I've also forgotten. But um, she was season one line of juicy. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was. You're right. Um, I mean, you feel obviously he's a good example of somebody that does something morally pretty, <laughs> pretty awful. It's obviously he does commit murder and then you know pretends it's um, the same serial killer. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, one that of his was victims. the same. But you do season. you do have quite a lot of empathy for that character. He has been blackmailed in a way. He is a victim. It's usually these characters that that are victims or at least see themselves as victims um, and you, you know, I think you do have a bit of empathy for them and Face will fit into that that bracket exactly for the third season um, but then he, he did kind of become a little bit cold and calculating towards the end that scene where the um, where Rob Hepworth crashes his car into the back of him um, yeah. and Faisal's daughter's recording him uh, Rob getting really angry getting yeah. in his face um, that confrontation I mean it, that that suggested to me that Faisal was becoming like cold, calculated, planned with it. He was almost it was almost like intentional. He was trying to frame Rob Hepworth. Um, strangely though, that I kind of that, that, that footage on the phone from his daughter it never came back up, never resurfaced. And and for me, that's gonna cut. That comes well, down to it did actually briefly. She mentioned it, doesn't she? She says, "Oh, I, like I, you know, and, the guy." But but this is the thing: it's stuff not resurfacing. It's Ryan not being in the show for the last that was 40 the big minutes for me but I think I'll it's, that. you know it's that storyline not getting tied up it's you know not seeing Claire you're not really seeing well we did see Claire again but you know Ryan not coming into the last half an hour Tommy gets out of prison and he's already and he's in a state of decay straight away you know he has a fight gets stabbed and it's like well he's going to die soon you know, I address a major just... plot hole at this point how come none of those lads in the car had a gun not a single one of them Three like three blokes come after Tommy Lee Royce, put him in a car. They try and get him in the boot. He talks him out of that. They put him in the back of the car. It's Tommy Lee Royce we're talking about, <laughs> and not a single one of them is. I think one of them's got a pen knife. An odd answer. Uh, yeah, I mean, I oh, that's a problem, isn't it? I guess they thought he wasn't onto what they were doing. Well, yeah, but but that's a plot hole. But even you know, then, even then, itself, you know, yeah. like. I, so so and for me it comes to like I, I I believe that this was rushed I believe it I, I don't believe the writer um I uh, her name escapes me I don't believe the writer Sarah Lancashire uh, that wasn't how they wrote it I thought it was no <laughs> we better quick move on and find out who did because because I've, I've I've been seeing like the two names together like they're on stop you know the the Guardian these two are unstoppable this that the other but I think the BBC pressured them into rushing the last episode in my opinion and 
Like, I, I, I don't see how they're getting away with it. And they really are getting away with oh, it. Sally Rainwright. Sally Rainwright, yeah. Sally Rainwright. So, so now, like, The Guardian saying those two, Sarah Lancaster, uh, Lancaster and Sally Rainwright are unstoppable. And I'm like, well, I think the BBC actually made them stoppable. I, I, I don't know. And, <clears throat> you know, it comes onto my point that finales like that, for me, make shows un... No, they, it makes them forgettable. You think you think Happy Valley is now forgettable? I, I as think a well, a, a rushed final episode. A, a, for me, a rushed finale ruins everything that you've done leading up to it because it's the aftertaste, it's the you know, it's the dessert that's burnt after your great meal. It's <laughs> you know, it's it's the thing that you remember last, and I am going to remember Happy Valley being rushed at the end. Yeah, I do agree with you that it felt rushed. Certainly. Um, I felt like of the three uh, of the three seasons, the parallel narrative was probably the best in this last season. I was most engaged with the with the plight of Faisal and Rob Hepworth and Joanna's murder, um, and for that not to be satisfactorily concluded, or at least rushed, you know, it was just sort of tied up really quickly in the office at the end by a comment from Catherine, yeah. as you said, where she throws them onto the scent and leaves. It's like. Um, it didn't feel like a satisfying ending, and yep, I completely agree. It felt rushed. Uh, the conclusion of obviously the you know the uh, Tommy Lee Royce storyline, I felt was pretty good. I liked, I really liked that um, Tommy at the end had a very very like slight moment of redemption where he says to Catherine like I've seen that Ryan's had a happy life with you and I don't hate you anymore. Um, that made Tommy like slightly more than just a three-dimensional evil, like psychopath. Uh, yeah. that he I loved the "I forgive you" line. I'm yeah, I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> what frustrated me was that we didn't get the same for our protagonist. We didn't get the same kind of redemption from Catherine. Yeah, and it become it did become at the end the Catherine show. Now I know, of course, she's the protagonist. The whole story line revolves around her and has done from the start. She, See, I I thought the whole storyline actually revolved around. Ryan really I mean well, Ryan's he, he's, he's, the, he's the he's, he's the, a centrepiece isn't he yeah, for yeah. sure um, he's in a way what um, I thought well that's what I thought was supposed to kind of and <clears throat> I, I see what you mean I, I think was the redeeming feature not the the very Yorkshire way she apologised but did not apologise to her sister well yeah okay if you, if you want to call that half apology the redeeming moment for her then fair enough but that was only to mm. I mean I personally would say that wasn't enough, um, and that was only to her sister, to her sister Claire. I, I, so actually, like, I don't know that she did need to be redeemed. I, I mean, everything I think, I, I kind of think all of her actions were quite in line with, you know, apart from the way she treated her sister, I thought her actions were generally fine. Well, I'd say to an extent, the way she treats Ryan as well. <clears throat> but. I, uh, well, so, uh, you know, this is where I'll, I guess I'll big up, you know, Sally and, and things like that. I think Sally was very good at being, you know, because I think when you've got those characters in, in in a show that have dialogue and everything like that, it's, it's you know, it's very it's very easy to kind of, like, attach yourself to them and, you know, and yeah, I feel sorry for Ryan. I, I feel like the writer here was very good at making you hurt the way Claire was hurt yeah. about her daughter. And, like... Wait, sorry, the way... You mean not Claire, Claire um, Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah Lancashire, Sarah Lancashire, yeah, Catherine. Catherine was 
felt about her daughter because because like I think the, the pain that Catherine felt all throughout the three series you you really you know not related to but you could you could you felt it as well and I think the fact that she was like when it all when it all was said and done she was the only one that looked after Ryan at the outset and Claire but like mm. she took Ryan in everyone was repulsed this you know all this stuff yeah and then they all they all go on this forgiveness you know forgiving journey of okay we're okay with Ryan now I think like her actually taking him in looking after him allowed her that bitterness I, I personally gave her that bit. I agree with that. I think, but I think what we're talking about here is just brilliant writing. Like in a way, all of Catherine's actions are justified. The fact that she never forgives Tommy or get or, or even attempts to, I'm not, you know, I don't expect her to exactly. I think that would have been really shabby, by the way, if she went. Thanks for saying. It. Do you imagine if? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, you can see so many stories no, totally, where they I go, totally oh agree. yeah, and they kiss and make up, and all. there's so many <laughs> well, stories. I don't know. I don't know they play happy families there's after any universe in which Catherine and Tommy are going to have any walking kind of into life. the sun, hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I think all I'm saying, I think it was brilliant writing. I think uh, Catherine was such a, a believable character. Uh, the way that it ended, you know, it, with that, I'm um, not supported that, but. I would have liked, I would have found it easier, just personally as a, as a viewer, I would have liked some kind of, some kind of heartfelt, redemptive moment from Catherine, maybe towards Tommy, like something tiny, I don't know what it is, um, or what it, what it could have been, maybe slightly more towards Claire, although it was there, definitely towards uh, Ryan, something that actually put Catherine as, or, or, well, above Tommy in a way. Because Tommy at the end was able to, I mean, in the, in the smallest possible way, kind of hold himself accountable. Or he said, you know, like, I maybe not hold himself accountable. Maybe that's not true. I don't think he. I think he still believed he hadn't done anything wrong, but he was able to come to terms with the fact that Ryan lived with Catherine, and Ryan had a happy life with Catherine. And in a way, and he and he said, I don't hate you anymore, and that was brilliant. Um, we didn't kind of get that same thing from Catherine, where it put her above him in that way yeah do you know what I mean there was no kind of even attempts at forgiveness she's pretty she was pretty awful to Joyce Joyce the lady trying to organise her retirement do <laughs> I mean Joyce I know uh, that that's kind of an yeah. irrelevancy but by yeah, no, well, no. I think my ultimate point is and this doesn't mean and also Anne Gallagher writing. as well Anne Gallagher disappeared off the, was she even in the last episode no I mean that's a bit I of a really, yeah I, well I really did feel like Anne Gallagher did uh, deserved some kind of hand in in taking Tommy, and I think she, I, I think she deserved more of a. I think she deserved more of a. In fact, here we go. We're about to. I'm gonna go in here. I think she deserved <laughs> better than being an, all she was. Really, was an, was an alcoholic that couldn't get any decisions right in the last series. I, I mean, I think she deserved way better than that as as a story arc character arc. You know, I think you've actually just. I think I think you've actually just helped me work out what I'm trying to say there this doesn't mean that it's not fantastic writing it's brilliant writing all the characters are so believable and that's where like the real magic of Happy Valley I think um, but what, what I've realised is that I prefer pretty much every other character I like every character surrounding Catherine more than Catherine I like mm. Joyce I like Ryan in the last season especially I like Claire a huge amount I think um Claire's boyfriend, um, uh, Neil. 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 Neil Ackroyd. He's 
brilliant. Like all of these characters, they're so. I mean, you know, I guess a lot. I guess especially Neil and um, Claire are painted out to be incredibly naive and sort of stupid. Yeah, know. just that good heart. Same as um, the character we were just talking about. Uh, <laughs> Joyce. <laughs> no. Um, no um, oh, Anne Gallagher. Anne Gallagher. Same as Anne Gallagher. In a way, even um, even uh, uh, Nevison Gallagher is portrayed as some uh, kind of foolish. Everyone around Catherine appears kind of foolish because. You know they're in the shadow of her incredibly practical and active and aggressive in a way black and white approach to everything um and although although that you know yeah it's brilliant right i'm not criticizing it in a way but i guess i ended up preferring the characters surrounding catherine to the protagonist herself which i think probably is what led to my disappointment at how little we got to, to see their reactions or how yeah well I, I think as well like this it was 70 minutes it needed it needed that extra 20 it needed the hour and a half didn't it I, mean, I don't really understand so yeah I don't really understand why the BBC is I've never seen anything in 70 I've never seen any finale only be 70 minutes yeah, so oh, never, an extended, they it. said it's an extended, extended run episode, time and it was like absolute, 10 minutes extra absolute bollocks that I mean yeah. it why couldn't they get 20 extra minutes honestly 10, 10 more minutes you know you didn't even need the 20 I understand why you'd want to round it up to an hour and a half but Ten more minutes. I've seen eighty-minute specials. Yeah, ten, ten more minutes. All I want is a sh is a, you know a clipper, Catherine give Ryan a hug at the end. That would have helped. <laughs> like, yeah. And the, the whole thing became about um you know, Catherine, essentially killing. I mean I know that she doesn't kill him, but it you know his death was absolutely necessary for for the show to end. I think I think we knew that from the beginning of the third season. Um, what was that? Okay. <laughs> Um, anyway. For podcast listeners, that was glass breaking outside. So, <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah, sorry. Um, I know, yeah, Tommy's death, of course, was entirely necessary, but it did become about like the only thing, the only way that Catherine could move on is, is if Tommy died. Um, yeah. Claire does attempt early in that season when she finds out when Catherine discovers that she's taken him to Sheffield, taken Ryan to Sheffield, that is. Um, Claire does say to her, you need to find a way of maybe forgiving him. Um, Catherine at no point really seems to look inward she is tortured by the death of her daughter until Tommy is dead I, it seems that black and white um, yeah I don't really know what I'm asking for in, in, in that regard but some kind of show of affection um, from Catherine to Ryan at least maybe a little bit more to Claire perhaps to Anne Gallagher as well maybe Anne Gallagher towards Ryan as well after the um, after, after she berates him in the penultimate episode yeah uh, some kind of some kind of catharsis in those areas would have helped me appreciate like Catherine a little bit more and I think I don't know I guess I'm asking for a happier ending <laughs> yeah I, maybe I shouldn't be you know like maybe I shouldn't be I think you know if, we, if we're gonna you know you look back you look back at the three seasons and it was very dark it was very like um, you know it made you feel loads of different emotions none of them very positive throughout other than like you know you thinking it's a great show and everything like that and and I just think you either the way they it just it just fizzled out I think I, I think you either one of my two things are you address everything properly you tie the stories together or you go out and, with such a big bang that people were like oh my god that was absolutely ridiculous and and like you make everyone forget about 
all the stuff that they're going to miss out. I think you you fizzled, you had a you had a really solid Catherine well, and Tommy Lee Royce angle. The Tommy Lee Royce and Catherine angle did over. You could say I think for a lot of people it probably overshadowed the um, the Faisal and um, Rob Hatwish. It, it overshadowed, conflict. but but it it wasn't because when it when I was watching it and I was like okay I can be calm. It's not going to be like that. I can just sit, enjoy, listen to the dialogue. When it when it does that, I th- I think it means look how good our writing is. Look how look look at what we've been able to do. Look at how we've been able to shape this. I think if you go out with a bang and it's all dramatic and stuff like that, you can get away with stuff not being quite right. Yeah. But for me, it was like they're tying it together so perfectly. But they're leaving all these strands like straying in the wind. I think so. You're saying, "Oh, we're perfect," and then you're like, "But then you you go, yeah, but we're not. But please forget that. We're perfect, but forget all the other other stuff." It does honestly. It does come back to that. You can you can forget other stuff. You can forget other stuff if the kind of you know, um, you know what is it? Spaghetti western shoot each other at the same time. You can kind of forget the rest of the stuff because you gutted. You don't yeah. want to see Catherine meet Arend in that way and not not quite know that Tommy's gone as well. Like you, you know, you don't you, you want you wanted to see the ending that Catherine, you wanted to see the ending for Catherine that I think she she deserved through all the pain that she's been through. Which she, but, which she gets, which sure. she kind of gets, but she gets it in a really nice finessed manner. But Does it's she? like, I, well, I think the I think they finessed the story in in a in, you know it was different the ending was very different to lots of other drama police drama endings or you know when when the character fight you know the 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 villain gets his comeuppance like he did it to himself like that's i think it's quite different yeah in a way in a lot of ways it wasn't catherine that brought tommy down was it it was you know he was the three lads that he has a scrap with in the car he gets stabbed well he could have you know if he went to hospital he would have survived that you know well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, Catherine so, so in a way, she still didn't even get a, what she what like. She didn't do it herself. She didn't. I think she wanted him to go to prison for thirty. Well, maybe she wanted him to go to prison for thirty years, but he was no, already in prison. I think so. she wanted him. To, I mean, she gets the text at the end when she's at um, when she's at the grave and says, "Ah, oh, Tommy Lee Royce is dead. It's from our, it's from her ex husband," and she, you know, she smiles and walks away, and that's that's it. Mm. And. Uh, to me it's too black and white Tommy almost had a not I mean a redemption moment maybe a bit too strong but he had a moment where he was portrayed as a more three dimensional character than he had been up until that point yeah and it would have been nice perhaps if we'd got after Tommy's death a similar thing for Catherine um, where she actually showed a little bit of (laughs) a little bit of affection towards the supporting characters in her life and not just berating them for being foolish or trying to organise her a surprise retirement day Um, and I think you're right it does come back to that just extra 10-20 minutes where you could fully tie up the parallel storyline between Faisal and Rob Hepworth and maybe just just a little bit of something happy (laughs) between Catherine and her family and that would have satisfied me more than the ending that we got it's not a criticism of the writing to me it felt like it ran out of time it felt like it was rushed which is yeah, what yeah, we said yeah. at the start of this um, podcast so yeah ultimately brilliant though still uh, yeah I think so what, what we need to kind of address is Happy Valley 
over the course of the three seasons was a very, very good, well-written show. I think that's yeah, absolutely fine. I completely fine. agree. It was fantastic. Yeah, it, you know, and, and I don't want to... You know, this this isn't going to be this negative thing of our... It was it was quality. It was quality. It was, it was up there as one of the better written, you know, British TV cop dramas... It also bought in the last I think however bought, long maybe ever noir I don't know to a brand new setting. It was a love letter to Yorkshire. I think the, my favourite thing about Happy Valley over the three seasons was the organicness, the how believable the dialogue, especially was the scenes, the whole thing. It really was this kind of ode to to Halifax, ode to the valley, ode yeah. to, to to living and growing up and and being a police officer in. Yeah. Yorkshire it, it was exactly what that was like Catherine's character was brilliant entertaining so well written so incredibly believable those little moments where Catherine and Claire would be sitting outside the house with a cup of tea maybe a cigarette they're talking about work they're talking about stuff everyday life it's so the way that they spoke to each other it was just so organic so natural so believable so Yorkshire yeah um, and that was brilliant and I think it, it bought that detective kind of hard-boiled cool unstoppable you know badass detective thing that kind of that element of noir to a brand new setting completely it's not some dark you know la night you know what i mean yeah it's not london with a white dude in a white male in a trench coat you know what i mean (laughs) like it's a it's a yorkshire grandmother yeah but she's just arguably more badass than any of these um predecessors any of these other characters in that genre so it was um it was brand new it was fresh when it first came out all those years ago and um, I think it it held its own as in, an entirely original extremely enjoyable piece right yeah. up to the end and I think that's what I'll remember the um, that's what I'll remember it for despite perhaps the slightly bad taste that uh, an ultimately rushed ending might have left last week or yeah. before yeah. yeah so I guess this brings us to a natural time uh, where I guess you rate Happy Valley. Now we haven't decided on a rating scale, so we're gonna to have to decide right now on the rating <laughs> scale. Um, I guess. I mean, we should do it out of ten. Do we do point fives? Yeah, out of ten. We, that's yeah. Do point um, fives. Um, so you go first because I'm trying to work out how bro, to find. Well, we're gonna to have to record this. You know, we're gonna to have to make a yeah, make a, we'll make a chart or something. Yeah, a chart or chart. something. Um, Happy Valley. I mean, do this, we have any benchmarks? Do we have any like? Well, this is the first thing that we're, we've ever reviewed. Uh huh. Do we have any <laughs> so historical this is the benchmark? benchmark. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, so Happy Valley as a whole entity needs to be needs to be rated. Um, uh, I think. I okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna jump in and give it a yeah. nine. A nine. A nine. I think it was that good. I think it was that good. Um, there's not really much. That stops me giving it a ten, other than the fact that this is the first rating I've ever given. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to reserve my right to maybe to maybe change my mind later on. Um, okay, right. So you've stuff, given... But ultimately, yeah, I, I give Happy Valley a nine out of ten. You've given given it a, a nine yeah. out of ten. Okay. So I think ah right. I think I know from watching TV and film up until this point that endings always disappoint pretty much so with that in mind <laughs> I'm still going to keep the rating high because I was I was thinking 
eight, maybe seven point. We're going to go with an eight point five. Happy Valley over the whole course of the show, even though we've just berated it for twenty five minutes, was almost exceptional. So I'm going to go. It at all. I'm well. going to go. I'm going to go eight point five, and I think that's fair. So we've got eight point five, and we've got nine. Um, we should probably. Well, we will agree on a rating when we do a written review that will be up on our kind of blog site and our Instagram and things like that. So, um, so yeah, there's Happy Valley Review. Green Prince Episode 1. We'll be reviewing more stuff. Um, we'll be reviewing all the popular stuff, films, uh, TV shows for this year and see where we go. And we hope you enjoyed to listen. Enjoyed to listen. Enjoyed listening. And <laughs> you'll, listen, you'll tune into the next episode. All right, that's a bye from me. See you later. Thanks, guys. <laughs>